What is up, everybody? Welcome to another special edition of the Meta Era Nerds podcast. Today, which is uh, February 8th, we did get a Nintendo Direct. So uh, we're going to be covering that. We're going to be doing our very first. Uh, typically, when we do these, we kind of write notes, we watch them, we kind of reconvene later during the day. And uh, we kind of just go through the things and touch on the things that we liked. But with this one, we're going to do our first ever watch along. So even though Marcus and I had both already seen this, uh, we're going to go ahead and be using like a uh, a browser little uh, app. And we're going to watch the video together and kind of just give our little reactions. Uh, maybe we'll pause and stuff there to like discuss a couple things. But for the most part, it's going to be at least over 44 minutes because that's about the length of the direct. But uh, yeah, you ready to get started, Marcus, or you want to throw something in there? No, I'm I'm ready to get going. I've been excited for this. I'm always excited for Internet Rex. And let's get the show on the road, man. All right. Well, here we go. Play. So right off the bat, we get this uh this little you know uh, disclaimer about uh, since COVID is still going on and everything, we there uh, there might be some delays and stuff like that. So I mean. That's just them kind of... It's been pretty standard for the last four years or so since yeah. COVID. Well, not four years. I'm sorry, three years. Yeah, something both of you and I, we both uh, discussed a little bit about this yesterday, uh, predictions and stuff like that. And I, I think we both kind of thought that they were going to start a little differently, right? They, instead, they go Pikmin right off the bat. Yeah, I, I figured Pikmin was going to be one of their more heavy hitters. Usually like these, uh, it'll be like one in the beginning, one in the middle. Obviously, then you have the one at the end. I thought it was going to be more, the more middle one. Um, and I actually thought Zelda was going to be you know right off the bat here in the beginning. But we are given Pikmin here. And have you ever played a Pikmin game before? I never have. I never have. And, I, you know, I watched this earlier and was like, you know, I'm always, I'm always looking for something to give a try to. And... This game, I don't know. It's just not. It's just not me, which is weird because I love my favorite game. I always say like, there's so many games that are Pokemon esque. I wouldn't say this is like that like a lot, but you know, collecting creatures from I I know a little bit about them just from what I've heard. Like they all have their own functionality based on color and stuff like that. But I don't know. I have I've never played a, a Pikmin game either, man. I'm actually on the boat, and I agree with you. I, I don't know what it is like. And people swear by it. People talk about it. People love Pikmin, you know. And apparently there's something there that we're not seeing. But I just, I don't think it's something that I would personally give a try. Uh, here they did introduce a new Ice Pikmin. I know, and again, this is just from what I know from playing Super, uh, Super Smash Brothers, right? Alf and Olimar. You, this is, the character here is not Alf or Olimar. It seems to be like a new traveler here in the beginning. And it just introduced a new Ice Pikmin. And then we get like some sort of dog creature again i don't know the lore i don't know anything about it which they do kind of make a big deal out out of it like later on because i think they talk they come back and talk about it they say like oh a dog creature has appeared or something like that later on and i, I was also going to ask you who is this character because i only know i only know olimar yeah I, it, this one apparently it's it's new uh i did see some stuff a little later where people weren't really sure who exactly it was just yet but there does seem to be different uh travelers the different astronauts or you know whatever you call them um present in this trailer you know i will give them this though the the it looks great it looks fun especially when they go against the big boss things but again i just don't know what type of you know thing you'd be getting into you know what i mean yeah i mean 
I feel like if you're a fan, like this is probably looking pretty oh, good. Oh yeah, and it looks uh, good. Don't get me wrong. Like it looks good. It, I think it, it looks amazing. It looks fun. Just for you know, never. And obviously, we're on part four, so it's it's hitting somewhere. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it if something like this came to you know next gen also. Something else Strange. I gotta ask you. Something else I gotta ask you. You mentioned travelers slash astronauts. Does that mean that Pikmin are aliens? I don't know. Well, potted aliens, I guess. <laughs> oh, okay. Because you said astronaut. Is that just? I well, was. I'm wondering. Like, is he, is he actually an astronaut, or is it just in reference to like his uh, helmet? Uh, by mm. the way, we our our host this time was uh, Takahashi. Not the you know. Has this guy ever hosted before? I don't know. It's, I usually see the the other the other man. I forgot his name. It's the one with the longish hair without glasses. Yeah. So Pikmin so, right off the bat. Yeah, Pikmin right off the one. bat. And uh, the, first, the first, the first, the first snap of the announcement. I actually was counting. So that's, we're at one, one snap. Oh. And and it, what it does go right off the bat with DLC from Xenoblade Chronicles three, and we knew Xenoblade Chronicles was gonna get a bunch of DLC because I know they had like what four waves I believe or something like that, and I think this is what wave three. This is wave three. Is what they said. That's wave, wave three, three. Uh, featuring a new character. There's also going to be this gauntlet uh, roguelike challenge battle, which I thought was interesting. I've never played the game, but uh, I, I, I know I, you're. I know you're really big on this series. But and I, I haven't even played part three. But then I look at the DLC and I'm like, damn. You know what I mean? It looks good. The character, the character designs look amazing. And then they tease this part right here, coming in volume four later this year. It, it looks intense. There's Rex, there's Shulk, there's something up top in the sky who, you know, they, they go back to, um, um, what's it called? Oh my God. They go back to the universe in part one, which looks intense. Almost looked like it's more story related than anything else. And I'm always a fan of when they, ha when they you know, nod to previous games and stuff like that. So it looks hype as hell. Uh, yeah, before we jump into this one, uh, that Xenoblade Pass is going to be launching. Uh, volume 3 is going to be launching on February 15th, and they did just say for Volume 4 it'll be later this year. So uh, we jump over to Samba de Amigo, which is a movement game. And typically, like, I'm not too into these kinds of things, but right away my mind went to Evander. This might be an Evander game, a game that I play with him, and we kind of just silly and have fun, you know? I thought it, it, it wasn't like those... I, I had just dance vibes, right? Is that that's what it yeah, is? Yeah, movement, like yeah, movement games. That's that's what I kind of thought too. So we're we're we have the same thoughts. Yeah, at first I thought it was a rhythm game, some sort of rhythm game. Which I, when I say rhythm game, I mean like you know where you tap the buttons to the rhythm or whatever. But this one actually features you yeah. having to move your yeah, you use your, your joy body. Yeah, yeah, you use your joy cons for movement. Yeah, this one looked like a trip. I don't know. <laughs> I probably won't play this. By myself, anyways. <laughs> uh, but you mentioned you'd probably be playing with a Vander. Yeah. Available this summer. Summer 2023. Next. I have no idea what this one was. <laughs> oh, this one is a Fashion Dreamer. Fashion Dreamer. Yeah, that was... I'm, I'm not the target audience for this. <laughs> what? You don't want to wear a tank top? And shorts with long socks and get just all the likes. Is that what it is? Is that exactly what it is? I, I obviously this game is a fashion 
what I don't want to say fashion simulator, right? Dress up your avatar, you know, different models, all kinds of stuff, and you dress them up however you want. But is the goal to just make them look nice and take pictures? Essentially, what I get from this is you kind of express yourself like through fashion. You have you kind of put out your styles and stuff like that, and you go around liking other people's stuff, making friends, and if you like something that somebody's wearing, you like them, and you can take like what they make so well, there's a social it, aspect it, to it yeah so it, it's it's a social fashion game is what it is and Man, basically it's all about like showing off and you know getting all those likes yeah i guess there's there's a tar- there's an audience for, for someone out there this is not me yeah. i i but. can imagine people are gonna go crazy with this game you know those people that are real uh by the way available later this year uh, people are gonna go crazy for that game because so many people are about like, oh, my character has to look a certain way. Yeah. So this right here, uh, Dead Cells: Return to Castlevania, is actually one of the highlights of the whole show for me because uh, we've talked about it. We talked about it probably this yeah, last, yeah. Uh, which is uh, strange, man. On our last uh, podcast, our uh, discussion that I've I've always been real into the vampire genre and stuff like that. And you right away said, "How have you never gone into Castlevania, bro?" And I've always said, like, that's one that I like, if they put out something new, I'll try it. Or if they make something modern, because I have, I always have a real hard time going backwards, like with old, old stuff. Um, well, well, have you ever played Dead Souls? No. Dead Souls is like a roguelite type game. Um, meaning it's more like Hades. Uh, the game Hades, know how you, you, you go through it, you, you, you accumulate these things, but then you die, you got to restart, but then you can just, you keep just your overall abilities intact. Okay. So it's like that. So, so you make a build as you go. Yes, yeah, so you make it as you go, but then when you die, you only keep your basically your permanent your uh, uh your permanent upgrades instead of, you know, your weapons and the stuff you you accumulate along the way. You're very similar to Hades. Um and I thought of you I thought of you and I said, "Man, like we just talked about Castlevania and they're doing like a Castlevania Dead Cells. The game itself is supposed to be amazing." So if you haven't tried it, then obviously this has like a Castlevania, you know, feel to mix. it. Yeah. So that's perfect. That's two things that I mean, I feel like just go perfect together. And the Castlevania thing is one. But now that you say that it is like roguelite, uh, I think even more so like it makes me pretty. Uh, I'm interested in this game for sure. Yeah, uh, it did say it released today, I think, as a matter of fact. So if you're a Dead Soul fan, Castlevania fan, March, you can go ahead I think March 6th, no? Didn't oh, say that March was said? Yeah, I think it said next month. Ah, next month. I'm sorry. March sixth. Uh, pre-order today. Ah, pre-order today. Ah, I missed it. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Tron Identity. Anytime I see anything Tron, I think of Jed. Shout out to Jed. He's a big Tron fan. Always says about how he loves Tron and anything Tron is all he's all about. I don't know if he even has a Switch, but uh, I'll have to let him know about this. That one is coming out in April, 2023. This one was kind of interesting. This is actually a DS game. Ghost Trick, Phantom Detective. It was. Yeah, this is actually... And, and remember that list you sent me? We did a podcast the other day. Was this game on that list? Um, you know which list I'm talking about? Where, where it was like, oh, which series have you played? Yeah, the Gamer Score. Gamer Score. Was this the variety game on there? I don't think so. I saw Maybe. Ghost something. Oh, it was Shadow Warrior. It might have been Shadow Warrior, not Ghost Trick. But it did look interesting as shit. It really did. A- April 2023. Okay, this one. This one looks real interesting. And right away, my first note was, this is a Marcus game. 
I saw a lot of people say, like, what's this Persona ripoff? And I was like, what do you mean? Uh, it's called Deca Police. It it looks intense. I mean, what, what got me more so was it had some anime vibes, but there's almost like a cartoony anime, anime a cartoony aspect kind of going into this anime build here, right? What do you yeah, think? Super anime. Like, that's exactly, you know, down to the voice acting and everything. I'm like, dude, after hearing this, like, I don't care if there is a dub mode. Like, you're going to, you're going to, Go with like, what language would this be? Uh, Japanese. Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, my one thing, like watching off the bat, was thinking, I hope there is some kind of combat system, and it's not just running around. And there is some kind of combat system there, which seems to be like, uh, turn-based maybe kind of thing, where you kind of have your team work together. Very, I don't know, Octopath type stuff. This was interesting that. He got there was a something where somebody got turned into an animal. You do see classes there on the bottom. You see detective, analyst, analyst, something, support, riot squad. You have different characters there. We are paused right here at uh, ten fifty nine, in case you're following along. Uh, there's a use of items there. There's something on the screen that says boost charge. There's a rank system. There's different characters up on top. That like it kind of seems like it's a, a an order for like attack order or something like that. Yeah, that's what it is. So uh, yeah, to me like the anime vibes, plus the uh, the combat uh, system looked fun. Yeah, yeah, that that kind of I was like, this is Marcus. I think because this is something that he might enjoy. At first, I thought it was gonna be like a puzzle game. It was like a detective game. I said, oh look, it's uh, Phoenix Wright in an anime or you know in this type of uh, setting. With the combat system, but then you know the combat system looked a lot, a lot more complex. You had the classes at the bottom, you had the, the turns at the at the at the top right. And the cool thing about these things and that type of formula is you can knock, you can basically like become faster. You can swap spots. You can knock the enemy for, you can stun him, and then the enemy's turn will go door towards the bottom. But then it had that that puzzle element vibe in there, and I thought that was a great touch. Or right now I'm on super into these like these puzzle games right now. Um, you know, so when I saw this, I said, this looks badass. And I think it's right up my alley. Yeah. Uh, a reminder, let's uh, let, let's try to remember in case people watch along, or I, I don't know if they would want to, but in case people watch along, we're paused right now at 11.05. Uh, and anytime we pause, we need to like say that. That way people, if they want to watch it and stuff like that and can see what we're pointing out. But uh, we're at 11.05 right now. And I'm going to go ahead and play it again in three, two, one, and go. Oh, yeah, big it's time. The, that, yeah. the, the, the combat looked cool. The anime vibe looked pretty cool, too. So, I mean, I think this is one that you'll, you'll say, like, dude, I've been playing Deca... You, you'll, you'll let me know, dude, I've been playing Deca Police all weekend. <laughs> and it does have a release date of 2023. Uh, yeah. not, not concrete yet, but we know it's coming this year. Yeah, this next one, you, you mentioned it. Uh, Bayonetta Origins, Cerisa and the Last Demon. Uh, you mentioned it yesterday when we're when we're talking about oh what do you, what do you hope to see or what do you think we'll see? Um, this one had already been announced. Yeah, last if time. I'm not mistaken, right? It had been announced last time, and we kind of got a, it. Last time it was just a, a small about forty five second type of thing, but here we're introduced to Cheshire, her lost dog in this case is cat dog, and again more of a cat, obviously a play on Alice in Wonderland in this case, and that's what kind of drew me in. I think the art is amazing top down something going on here the what is it the battle system looks amazing 
And it's just something different. Obviously, they have planned for Bayonetta being more than just a, you know, hack and slash type game. And I think this is going to be a huge step in the right direction. It looks yeah. good. The the Cheshire thing also is what I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like, I've always loved the Cheshire Cat uh, character, too. So something that was interesting is that uh, Sarisa doesn't attack. She is solely a support for Cheshire, the cat, monster, whatever he is in this game, to attack. So you're basically just playing support the whole time, which I thought was actually really interesting and really cool. Yeah, and this is a prequel. It, uh, if I remember correctly, it is a prequel because Cereza is the one that looks like Bayonetta. So obviously it seems to be some sort of, you know, Cereza, Bayonetta class or family, you know, something like that going on. So, And that will be releasing March 17th. Yeah, March 17th. And we get our second snap from our host, number two. This of course, uh, Remember Splatoon. I told you? Uh, right, so like, oh, you, there's like, there's like, there's about three or four big trailers. This Pikmin is number one. This is number two right here. And mm-hmm. it is Splatoon three. We're getting. Uh, they announced an expansion pass, uh, or part. They already have expansion pass, but this is expansion pass number three. I don't know if it is expansion pass. And people were <laughs> saying part four, part four, part four, and I said, dang, but it oh, went no, no, no. it's a big deal, you know, for for it to be if oh, it no, were no. part four. Yeah, is it expansion pass number three? No, no, no. I think what I remember is Splatoon 3 Expansion Pass, and it's going to be in two waves. The first wave is what they're showing off here. Yeah. Which is, uh, they title it Incopolis, which is like an open, like a little open world kind of thing. I don't know. Does does Splatoon already have something like this? Okay. So this is returning. Yeah, this is, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's what they mentioned and stuff like that coming from, yeah, the original game. The thing about this game, and I think we talked about it yesterday where I think me and you said it, right? Like, I've never played this game either, but the game looks fun as hell, dude. It really does. And I think if maybe we had a group of friends to get in on it, you know, maybe we'd play it, but, but I mean, I think there's a good reason why this game is as successful as it is, for a good reason. Again, I'm not a player of it, but it looks appealing. Everything about it looks just appealing. You know what I mean? Yeah. The sure. expansion it's, pass. It's, it's one of those really, really big games that a lot of people are just on all the time. Yeah, and, and they do a good job of supporting their stuff. Like the expansion pass is cool. They have like the soundtrack pops. The soundtrack's really good. I don't know if you heard it. Um, and then we had that super cool DLC. Yeah, you'll see it in a bit when that second part comes out. A lot of crazy wave stuff number, here, man. Wave number two. They did mention it's going to be in two waves. Uh, wave two, I think, is called Side Order. Yes. Which should be right coming right. up here in a second. We're at uh, 1510, 11, 1512. So it should be showing up any second now. And Wave Again, 1 will be releasing Spring 2023. This one. Looked intense. Just the colors. I, I got some Near Automata vibes like crazy because there's a scene in Near Automata that looks very similar to this. Yeah. But, well, the, thi- the, the thing in Splatoon is the, the real story is the lack of color. Yeah. Is really what, what the big thing is here because everything's so vibrant all the time. And then all of a sudden, you see this? Yeah, it looks like, like some deep story going on here, man. And it looks intense. Like, this is, I now know this is going to be a single player experience. And I don't know if Splatoon's ever had a single-player experience, but I would definitely play something like this, a single-player experience type thing going on here, because it looked intense. 
and it felt intense. And I really enjoyed that trailer bit for here for that second uh, wave two of the expansion pass. And Ali said it was Wave 2 a launch in the future, so no concrete release date for that just yet. But you will be able to play Wave Wave 1 in the spring. Yeah, they are available for purchase today on the eShop. But, uh, yeah. This is what, Dirt Snap? This should be. Yeah, on my notes, I think I, he snapped... I don't remember if he snaps here or not. You know, I've never actually, you know, thought about doing something like this. Counting snaps. That's that's pretty that's pretty cool. I don't oh, know if just came number up with three. That. Yeah. I, I always pay attention to that. This yeah, I don't, one, dude. This one actually piqued my interest because of the art style. It's a Disney Illusion Island. I really, really like this uh take on these characters. Now, is this one? Because there was an old Mickey Mouse game, and I don't know if it was called Illusion something, but that's what it reminded me of. Not not the art style, but just the game itself, as far as like the title and stuff. So I don't know if that's like a play on something like that. I'm trying to I'm trying to check where exactly where it's from. The Mickey Mickey Mouse Quest Mickey Mouse game, no, something like that, man. But yeah, you're absolutely right. The art looked amazing. People were calling this oh Mickey Mouse Metroidvania, Mickey Mouse Metroidvania, but you know. It looks awesome, and the fact that each of them kind of have, you know, their own unique way that they that they traverse this area looks cool, man. Yeah, the teamwork. If you have friends also that are gonna play this, they uh they touted like hugging people, like hugging your friends, and you get a little bit more health. You can help each other, uh, you know, traverse the land, the 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 land or whatever. So it looked pretty cool, and that you can clearly see who the characters are, but they still do look different. Just looks amazing. And the bosses look cool too, man. Yeah, they do. Uh, again, Illusion Island, they gave us a date. It'll be available July 28th. Pre-orders up today. This might be one I end up picking up and playing with Evander, maybe. Yeah. Uh-oh. Here we go. Yeah. It's another good one. Fire Emblem Engage, Expansion Pass. And I, that, that one I told you, I was like, we'll probably get some Fire Emblem Engage DLC. Now, we do have Hector from Fire Emblem, the first one, the Binding Blade. Hector was Ellie Wood's um, right hand. We do have Soren also making, uh, making a comeback here. Totally forget. Was he in Awakening? I remember him in the game. I just don't remember which one. Um, and then we have Camila from Conquest. She, this is obviously for you know, reasons. She was very uh, popular. All right, I'm pausing, <laughs> I'm pausing at 1905. So Wave 2, uh, I believe they're going to say right now, it's going to be available today. Hector Soren, and as soon as I saw Camilla, I said, I made big eyes, and I said, dude, Mar that has to be one of everybody's favorite characters. <laughs> well, and, and strangely enough, that whole series, uh, Fire Emblem Birthright, Conquest, and Revelations, uh, it's called Fire Emblem Fates. That one was actually, a lot of people did not really enjoy those as a whole, but if they did play one of those, because it was one of those where you either play Birthright or Conquest. In order to do Revelations, like, you have to purchase the DLC, the, the, that third game to play it. People did say that Conquest itself, the story was abysmal, they say. But as far as like maps and the, um, the gameplay for those maps, they say it was, some that the, it was some of the best that Fire Emblem had to offer. Some of them. Uh, but people do say that you know if you're going to play one of Fates, play Conquest. And she's the one in Conquest. And 
yeah and so now i was like man and every time i see this dude i just want i get the itch to go back and replay them i, I lost my save file on my uh, by the way on the you know how i told you there's that emulator i saved super early and i'd never saved again and like my my internet had crashed or whatever a while back and i was like on i was already like maybe like 14 hours in and my game crashed or like i lost my save and it put me back all the way to the beginning so but anyways yeah uh yeah i know we had mentioned you know what happens or what would you think if you kind of got into it fire and engage and people even say that you know it's the combat's the best part about this game uh if you want to get into engage and there's a character that might pique your interest there's nothing wrong with going back and checking out the games and seeing which one you know hit because they're all amazing like they all hold up they're all amazing they all have certain appeals to them and you you would enjoy just about any of them hands down Okay, and uh, just to be clear, these are all characters from past, from the past, right? Yes. So this one right here, where we paused in 1906, we are paused in 1906. We are introduced to Krom and Robin. This one's from Fire Emblem Awakening. Strangely enough, this one has people love this one. People despise it for whatever reason, but this is actually touted as one of the top three, top five Fire Emblem games to play if you're into it. You know, just because of the gameplay mechanics in that game. So you do it at Krom and... I'm sorry? With it having the... Uh, just a quick question. With it having Krom and Robin, it, that's two names. Yes. What is that? And it just shows, like, the one character, right? So is there... What's what's the deal there? Is it a... Well, Robin is you in the game. You're the, you, that's, Robin's your avatar. And Krom is basically, like, the... Character. main character the well, main character in the game okay yeah gotcha yeah so okay. yeah we can continue on yeah so here we go i'm gonna we're again 1906 and i'm hitting play now yeah and again from fireman awakening oh, okay so that's one. that's robin next to him yeah we do have from Ro- veronica from emblem heroes i don't remember veronica's from i think she's from echoes but i may i'm probably completely wrong um so yeah not sure where she's from. I think she was the last one that was messi- that was mentioned for this first part of the DLC. Oh, we do have way four. Yeah, this was just gonna be the uh, the Xenologue. FL Xenologue. Now Xenologue is, is Fire Emblem terms for side story. So this is supposed to be like this big side story that they're gonna be offering for Way Four. But we do have Wave Two. I, wave I think two. already dropped available yeah, today. Wave two is today, Hector and Soren and Camilla. Then wave three was going to be Krom Veronica. And then wave four was going to be the Felzina log. That's what they announced for yeah. Fireblade. I mean, Fire Emblem, sorry. This one, this one, Harmony, Fall of Reverie. This one actually piqued my interest a lot. At first, I was kind of like, what is this? Same. And then when they kind of got into some of the like uh, paths that you can take, I was like, whoa. Yeah, I'm not sure what I thought about this one. Like, this was the the branches. If if it was like different, um, what you call it? Yeah, branching story path, different endings. Straight up, this is this is uh, those games that I told you about, like in um, uh, nonary games where you have different endings and different branches that you can tr- that you can travel through. In this these type of games, you're able to go back and redo your decision to kind of you know pick and choose what you want to see. Now, this does seem like a big time uh, visual novel. That's the thing. So maybe it, it, there doesn't seem, there's, doesn't seem to be any like battle elements to it. At least I'm not in this trailer, but it does look a bit like a visual novel on that. The, one. Char- the characters just look phenomenal. That's going to be oh, yeah. June 2023. Harmony, Fall of Reverie, Octopath. 
Octopath Traveler 2 is next, yeah. Uh, I believe they do announce, yeah, there it is, the demo today, which it said that you're going to be able to play the opening hours, so it's going to be extensive. Did you ever play Octopath? No, I didn't. I started this game four times, dude, and I put in about four hours on each time. And at least it was different characters, but I actually, I actually never got through the entire game. I do plan on playing, uh, I mean, on, on buying this game either way, though. So, Octopath Traveler 2, there is a collector's edition on, on what is it? Was it NIS America? Oh, no, Square Enix. There is a collection edition that's still available for pre-order on Square Enix 2 if you're into the Octopath Traveler series. So, yeah, I believe it is on uh, Game Pass, isn't it? Octopath Traveler 1, yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. So if you want if it's an easy way to give it another shot. Right now we're at 2202 and we're watching We Love Katamari. Big this, uh, this has a huge fan base, dude. I was gonna say it looks very different, but I bet people love it. And then here where they're talking about you're gonna be able to play the older one on uh, NSO. Amazing. CF yeah. Stars. This one. As soon as I saw this one, again, Marcus Game. But there's something about this one, man. It it has that the, that retro. octopath that octopath vibe, but very retro. The music they talked about people that are going to be featured in making the soundtrack. The the areas look phenomenal, and it there's something about this game that it looks like it like a hidden gem of sorts. Like it could be one of those games. Sun man, <laughs> if you ever play, if you ever play Golden Sun, this is your traditional RPG type thing. The only other person I can see playing this type of game. Is Andrew? Andrew, I know, was a big fan of traditional RPGs. I don't know if he still plays them, but Andrew's probably the only other person, one of the few people I know who actually plays traditional uh, JRPGs like that, man. So check it out, man. Uh, it's available today, right? They said. I think so. Yeah. What do you think of this one? Oh, uh, this one looked like one of those games where everybody gets real hype for in our group, and uh, it is called Omega Strikers. It's uh, air hockey three v three. Um, you know, there's combat, there's abilities, there's different kinds of things. So, I mean, it's free to play. So, it's out today. Why not? Yeah. If you want to check it out. This Wait, one. Is it, is it free to play? I believe so. Okay. I mean, is it was it today? I don't know why I wrote down April 27th. Oh, then. I thought it was today. I don't know. No. Maybe. Oh, but uh, HRN Odyssey, I've never played, but there's a streamer that I watch, a Pokemon streamer that I watch that uh, would always play these games and do like runs. You're familiar with the series? I've actually played the first one. They, they came out originally for the parts one, two, and three, the DS. The, the DS. Uh, I played the first one. They're dungeon crawlers, and you can go through them quickly. If you have your dungeon basically set up, because you you as you travel, you're basically making the dungeon there on the bottom screen. That's what it used to be. Um, but as you can see, if you're watching the trailer, there's those RPG elements where you pick your character, pick the way you want to roll, pick your adventure, and you know, and just go through it. So I do plan on picking up this one because it does have parts one, two, and three. So I can try out the other two. Uh, I don't rem- honestly. This is one where I actually beat it. I do not remember it at all, dude. So. It'd be like a first a first run for me. This one will be available June first. Um, they did say there was gonna be a a physical collection, right? This or one, I'm I'm not shot? sure. No, the one that I, the one one of them later they mentioned a physical one dropping yeah. later. Yeah, well, I, I'm not sure there's gonna be a physical, but there they will be available June first on the eShop. Now, this is the one that I mentioned yesterday that we were probably gonna get a 
uh, announcement for. So Advanced Wars 1 and 2, and we've talked about it before. I finally got a release date. I know back in the day, or not back in the day, back a while back, because of Ukraine, what's going on with Ukraine, they had postponed this game because of the whole battle limit between this game and Russia and stuff like that. So we are getting this game. We are getting it on April 21st. So that's hype. You are getting parts one and two, which were some of the best games, period, on Game Boy Advance. And some of the best games, just period. So it's going to be fun to see. Yeah, that, that was exciting to see that. Maybe I'll finally be able to take the dive into Advance Wars. Uh, here in front of us now, we have Kirby, Return to Dreamlike Deluxe, which uh, they kind of, everything was centered around Magalore and uh, an epilogue. I don't know. I'm not familiar with this character. But uh, yeah, my. the story is supposed to be he loses his powers, and basically, you're playing this epilogue where you're kind of getting his powers back. And it looked real cool. And again, this is the Return to Dreamland. Uh, this would this would be the part two to uh, Kirby's Dreamland, which is the Game Boy Color OG game that they've remade millions of times. But this is Kirby. I think in what should be in its true form. I know people talk about Kirby. Uh, what's the one for the the Forgotten Land? in that aspect but when it comes to just kirby where you're just able to suck things up and you know have these powers and you know scroll through this 2d platformer this is it and now they're getting this um side story for madagalar so and it looks good it looks really good and what a way to introduce another character or you know make another character part of the kirby verse you know what i mean because we because people usually just know what king ddd kirby and meta knight you know what i mean Mm mm-hmm so if this guy's if this guy's gonna be the fourth one, that's a good one, because his designs yeah. were great. He looks crazy too, like with some of the powers that you see him use, and it's it's gonna be available after you clear story mode. Yeah. So and then we do get a little taste of Kirby too. Well, they said that they're gonna have a demo. Yeah. So there will be a demo a demo available today. Already right now, yeah. already, already. So if you, if you haven't played it, and you want to check it out. It'll be a good time to check it out. But the actual game itself is what available March February twenty fourth. February twenty fourth. Yeah. It's just it's just you know, this guy's just you know. Bah, bah. Honestly, there was a lot of announcements, like a lot. <laughs> so it was it was good to see. What's okay, so, so so upcoming that's uh, number four so uh, upcoming is this is this was probably my favorite announcement of the entire thing because there was quite a bit here and there's one there was like maybe two things in particular that i was super excited for i feel like you have to know what one of them is yeah so what we're seeing is some updates to uh nso or nintendo switch online we're going to be getting game boy games uh, some of the featured ones at launch will be number one. They start off with the classic Tetris. Great music, always. <laughs> Super Mario Land Two, six gold coins, very retro. Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening DX. Oh yeah, that one. That game was amazing. I beat that game four or five times growing up, man. Just in that time. Gargoyles Quest. Uh, just that way, uh, I'm not limited by time. Some of the other ones that they're going to show here are Game & Watch, Gallery 3, Alone in the Dark, Metroid 2, Wario Land 3, Kirby's Dream Land. And one thing I thought that was really interesting is we're going to get to be playing in three different filters. We're going to be able to play the Game Boy version of the game, 
the Game Boy Pocket version of the game and the Game Boy Color version of the game. I thought that was actually really cool. Yeah, and it's crazy. We were talking about Warland 3 too. Uh, I was like, man, we play Warland 3 again, and if you have um, NSO, you'll be able to play that. And this is what I was talking about, Kirby's Dreamland kind of being the first one OG. So I know a lot of people were super hyped for this because, again, this is like our childhood and what we started playing with. And it just looks good, man, through and through. Yeah, here they're showing off the filters. That was a cool feature. Two players can play together locally or online for compatible games. Now, it did say, and, and I'm going to pause it right there just because there are some big ones here. Um, I've always talked about those Zelda games right there. Zelda Oracle of Seasons or Zelda Oracle of Ages. And the fact that they're going to be added to Game Boy Color later on, underrated. I don't know who's, how many people have played those games or not, but if you want a taste of what, of like peak, not peak, and it might, well, in my opinion, these are some great Zelda games that are always flown under the radar, especially for the handheld versions. Amazing, amazing games. And those were actually one of the first ones that kind of, you know, were introduced there. So I thought that was awesome. The only thing in regards to these games is whenever I see stuff that's going to be on the Game Boy Nintendo Switch online or like it's going to be added in the future, I'm just not sure what that means for the future for these games in general. Like I would love to see an HD remake of both of those games. I would like to see, you know, uh, another what, oh, by the way, they also have Pokemon trading card game and Kirby Tilt and Tumble. Um, so I just never know what it means going forward for these games that are going to be available for NSO. Like, hey, we're going to stick them on here, but we you know, this is what you, this is all you're gonna get. We're not gonna do anything with these, you know, games later on. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, we're not. Gonna... I mean, I I would think I would think that uh, I I would still leave it very much open to that possibility because, I mean, are there are there any games that that are on NSO and have been remade? That's what I, I don't know. See, I, I don't see why they why they wouldn't do it. Um. You know, with these games being that popular, I know you're a big fan of these. I I'm not sure what the general uh, feeling for these games are, like in the Zelda community. But if they're popular, they'll come back at some point. I feel like they have to. They'll come yeah. back around in a, in an HD format or in a remastered format or something. That's what I would like. And there's a reason why I'm bringing this up now. Because there was one game in particular I saw later and people were hyped up about. But my mindset was like, damn. But I'll get to it when we get to it. Yeah, they did. They did have like some of these uh, games to be added in the future. They had some heavy hitters. Uh, we're not done with the with all the NSO uh, additions. We're about to get into the next some part. Of, yeah. Some of the other stuff. Uh, again, we are at twenty nine forty nine, and I'm gonna hit play now. And and I know, dude. <laughs> and then all oh, the sound. <laughs> This, this is good that right there I mean, boom i was super super excited as soon as i saw that that picture right there the minish cap i've always talked about dude minish cap minish cap you see yeah, this is the like all these games super mario advance 4 and, and this was some more during the thing and this minish one has the last levels and then huh go ahead go ahead and then you had this one and, and then you had um all these games and, and like people have been not clamoring, right? But Warware has their micro mini games has always been, you know, big and stuff like that. We're also gonna get Kuro Kuro Kurorine. Never played this one, but it looks interesting. Um any Mario, any thoughts? Mario, Mario Kart Super Circuit, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, and Leg Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. Uh just you know, any anytime we get to revisit some of these games, 
I mean, it's amazing for us that, you know, played them back in the day, or maybe we missed some of these, you know, Minish Cap. I always really enjoyed what I played, but I never did finish it because I played it on an emulator. Now I'm going to be able to go back. This one in particular was actually pretty exciting to me. The, uh, the racing game, Mario, what was it? How, Super, what was circuit. it called? Super circuit. Okay. Pause right there. We yes. are paused at 3110. So again, uh, them coming with the heat on the more to be joined later. Uh, Metroid Fusion, Kirby, the Amazing Mirror, Fire Emblem, F-Zero. And you can't see it, but the that's one on the very one. right is Golden Sun, which that's I know that that's what you had to have been talking about. Yeah, that's the one, dude. <laughs> and it's and again, Zelda Minish Cap, you know, whether we get a collection of just all these games or whatever, you know, whether it's HD or something, like I like to see something... In, in in these in these Game Boy Advance games, you know what I mean? Like I would love to see a Fire Emblem game remade or remastered or a Fire Emblem collection from all these Game Boy Advance games. You know, but I, when I saw Golden Sun, like I've been clamoring for a Golden Sun Part One and Two either remake or a Part Four. Uh, I know D D Dark Sun gets a lot of flack for the DS and stuff like that, but you know I would like to see these games modernized and brought you know fresh or brought new or give me a sequel or give me something. Uh, but the other silver lining that I kind of have by seeing these is, hey, people are going to play these games. People are going to like these games. People, you know, these games will not be on people's radar. Like, this is going to give, this is going to be a, a great reason for these games to be brought back. And the more people play them, you know what I mean? You get what I'm saying, right? Obviously, the more people play them, the more popular they are, the more likely they are to come back. That's my silver lining with all this. So, Fire Emblem, and that's the one I was playing on the emulator, by the way, and I was already halfway through the first story and it died on me. Um, but now that it's coming out here, I'll just wait. Yeah, I was super excited when I saw this. Metroid Fusion, Fire Emblem, F-Zero, Golden Sun. I played four of those. I've never played the Kirby one there, but we got Minish Cap. Like, honestly, dude, it's... I don't know people, you know, with the fifty dollars and the N sixty four and stuff. Like, I would, I'm more excited about the N sixty these Game Boy Advance games than I am than I was about the N sixty four, man. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they did mention that this is going to be going to that premium version, right? Yes. The uh, the one with the N sixty four, the fifty dollars, fifty dollars. It was. Is that both Game Boy and Advance, or just the Advance are going to the premium version? Game Boy, Game Boy Advance is going to the premium version, I believe. Well, it'll say right now. I think he's going to be talking right now in a bit. We're still at thirty-one ten, by the way. Um. So yeah, I was super excited, and to me, this is an acknowledgement also of that's a great word. Uh, th this is an acknowledgement that you know these are some games because like all those right there are heavy hitters. So they're saying like we know this is what you guys love. So I feel like what that you want, th yeah, this is what you love, what you want. So this is an acknowledgement of that. So I feel like we're going to have to get more of these in the future. You know, oh, we just so. did have a really big Metroid game, a big Kirby game. I don't know when the last Fire Emblem we got. Uh, it's this Engage one, right? What did, Engage, that came yeah. out this year? This yeah, year? man, we got three houses a year and a half, was a year and a half ago. We got Engage right now. Engage. We got DLC and DLC and DLC. We got three hopes. Just last year, like I swear, it was like in 2022, the Fire Emblem's popping. So if we get a Fire Emblem, but we still have nine, ten Fire Emblem titles. Two haven't even been localized. There's a lot they can do with this series. 
Uh, and then F Zero, and then obviously Golden Sun is one that I, I came was, to talk yeah. about all the time. So all the damn time, dude. I, you know, and Golden Sun. I saw that Golden Sun there, and I said, "Damn!" I was a little bit of me was ecstatic because I'm gonna play it again, damn right. But another part of me was, but I want, I want, I want, you know, a new one, and I want a fresh one. Um, the other thing was when I saw F Zero again, and and again, and this is on, this is what's only coming out, you know, first half because they did say they're gonna have a week second half of the year and again this is me just thinking that well we still have a direct in september and stuff like that and then you know rumors of a new console and stuff like that so i would not put it past these guys to just have a bunch of these heavy hitters come back for the next for the next console and to have a lot of these series are you know in the back of their pocket somewhere like they have to i just it just and, and now because you had mentioned that you know they're here for a reason this is what people want they know what we want you know what i mean you're you know yeah. So uh, we'll we'll continue with the watch along. We're at thirty one ten, and I'm going to play now. Uh, they do mention that I think this is available now, uh, discounting like the ones that are added later. Um, the Game Boy, the Game Boy will be games will be with the online, but then the Advance and Game Boy will be with the expansion pack, which is the one that you pay a little bit more for that includes the N sixty four. So you do need oh. you do need the the expansion to play the Game Boy Advance ones. Game Boy Advance. But I'm at this point, at this point, they're available. They're available already, yeah, because we're doing this a little later. And I have not turned on my Switch at all, you know. Um, I, I blame Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, we both recently got accepted into Hogwarts, so do some exploring there. And uh, snap number five. This one was a big deal for a lot of people, but it kind of blew my mind a little bit. And this, by the way, this is a Metroid Prime remastered version. Um, I thought they were going to re- reintroduce the um, the Metroid trilogy uh, to the Switch owners or bring it onto Switch, but it's Nintendo. They know people are going to buy parts one, two, and three separately for an X amount of money, and that's what they're doing. So in this case, at least they give us, you know, at least they're able to remaster it and make it look real nice and pretty. But yeah. Metroid 4 was already introduced. This is part one. So it, this is a great time to get on that series. Part one was the only one I ever beat. I never played part two and three for the GameCube. Um, so I will be replaying this and probably buying it afterwards because i believe this one shadow dropped today right a lot of people yeah. are uh the, super excited about this one this is the one that you mentioned earlier that uh digitally available today and physical will be february 22nd um one thing that i thought that was super super cool is they are giving you control options in this game where you can use the more modern like you have one thumbstick for your camera and the other one for movement or you can play like old school style, the way we used to play games, which I imagine it's very hard to go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I've, yeah actually, I've actually never played a Metroid game. Well, this one it was a big deal because at the time of the GameCube, I believe this one was actually, well, there was one that came out for the DS, uh, Metroid Hunters, I think it was called. But as far as like full-fledged, amazing 3D, you know, top-bottom Metroid Prime, was it and people played the hell out of it and enjoyed it so if you haven't if you actually like halo and stuff like that not that i'm comparing them right but you you would have a good time with with metroid prime for sure um this is the one you had mentioned was getting a physical version in february what you said 22nd 22nd so i will be i totally forgot 
uh i'm a i collect not collect but i have i i, I have 50 switch games in box and i'm gonna I, i'm gonna obviously keep adding to that so i will buy the physical version of this one let's see did i know did i note this right available today and physical version on the 22nd that's right Uh oh this one marcus 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 game. Yeah, this is Spike Chunsoft. Spike Chunsoft, this is Danganronpa. This is um, Nonary Games. Like, this is, but this one has the Danganronpa art. I've I've beaten the Danganronpa games. I'm barely, when I say Nonary Games, I'm barely on part two. Um, but I do have this game pre-ordered already. There's a collector's edition at GameStop and on Amazon. If you haven't checked it out, Master Detective Archives Raincode. This one is Puzzle visual novel but in this case it seems like you're able you're actually going to be able to control your physical character avatar in this one as compared to the other spike chunsoft games so i think i thought that's a great step you know step in the right direction and the characters and art designs are amazing and when it comes to these designs you know they get real popular to the point where they start making a bunch of uh just merchandise for this game so i think this game is going to go along that route and the setting the vibes everything about it I, I have this game pre-ordered. As a matter of fact, I haven't pre-ordered twice by accident, but I do have it pre-ordered twice. To me, the power system is what was so intriguing, like how you're going to have to use different characters for different things. Uh, it's called Master Detective Archives Ring Code. It's available June 30th. Yeah, that was a big one. Looks, looks cool. Looks really cool. This one was a pleasant surprise for a lot of people. I know a lot of people were, were climbing for that. Remember I said yesterday, uh, Bat and Kaidos 1 and 2, HD remaster is making a comeback to Switch. And this was actually a game that came out on the GameCube, which was actually super popular because of its unique battle system. I actually I I played half of it or whatever. I never finished it. But the card system of what was fun. It's very uh for those of you who played Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, you have a set amount of cards, you use these cards as you attack, and as you're spamming your A or whatever, you're using these cards to to uh, attack your, your 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 bad guy or the enemy. So you can make all kinds of decks, all kinds of cards, use them as you're playing, and just kind of go from there. So if you're a, what is it, strategy, RPG type player, this would be right up your alley. So deck building, if you would. Super popular, again, people were clamoring for this. Now we're getting parts one and two HD remaster. So I will be picking this one up too. All these games. Uh, this one will be available summer 2023. Oh, this one. I had no idea this game was, uh, was a thing. And I had no idea it was as popular as it was. This is an old game, an older game. I have no idea. Fan it's called fantasy life. The girls who steals time, the girl who steals time. Never. I, I know nothing about it, but. I guess there's other games that like it, or there's multiple parts to it that people enjoyed. Yeah, of, yeah. It, it gives me vibes of like some of those like farming kind of games. Uh, yeah. Even even maybe a little bit Animal Crossing because I think there is some of kind Animal of functionality, <laughs> some kind of functionality where you can have people come and hang out with you. You're well, obviously about it, man. developing your community. There's a little bit of combat. I guess the combat would be a little bit different, but yeah, I got big time Animal Crossing vibes. A friend of mine was even like, what the hell is this Animal Crossing ripoff? He had never heard of it. And I said, I have no idea what it is, but 
I don't want to offend anybody because again, if it is as fun as as it looks, or you know, for some people, then by all means. But yeah, it's Animal Crossing. Cook, uh, rearrange your room, rearrange your character. So if that's yours, then that's yours. You know what I mean? Twenty twenty three coming your way. And yes, that's true. This is by level five, and level five was actually super prominent. In, in Nintendo Direct, it actually, the last level five game they introduced here was Professor Layton, another Professor Layton. Okay, These so are those puzzle I'm, games. I'm, I'm going to pause real quick. 3835. What is the story with this guy? Because I've been seeing this, this guy, people are going crazy for this guy. Professor Layton has been around. There's how many games are there? I'm pretty sure there's like eight of them, dude. Um, these level five, first of all, is the one who made Nino Kuni. Professor Layton. They're also the ones who made uh, the what is it? The detective game, the detective police. They're also going to be in charge of that one. But they also have a lot of older games. Um, Dark Cloud, Jan Dark, uh, White Knight Chronicles. Like level five is known just for their strategy more so than anything. Their RPG stuff and 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 how much they excel at it. Well, these Professor Layton games are adventure. Puzzle games, think of uh, Escape Academy, but on mobile. Now, it started off on the DS, and it's just boomed, and it's never looked back. Let me check, dude. Let me check how many of these games there are. Uh, one, two, three. Was it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? Two of them maybe being crossovers. Yeah. But so yeah, there was eight. But yeah, no, Professor Layton's very, very popular because people love those puzzles. And the puzzles are supposed to be challenging, uh, you know. And there's actually supposed to be a real compelling story. Great characters. Uh, I've never played one. I actually own one. I've never played it. And I have it for my DS. Um, uh, but I did plan on playing it at one point. Never did. So maybe, you know, maybe I'll go back and play it, you know, being on that puzzle train. But... Yeah, it's very, very popular, and I don't think there's a bad-rated game either. So, kudos, man. And I, I was excited just to even see the trailer, because I was like, oh, it's Professor Layton. I've never even played a game, but I was like, I knew exactly who that was. Okay, because some people, I sent you a couple things there on the uh, DMs on the Discord of some tweets that I saw, and there was so much more crazy stuff, some very questionable <laughs> tweets, and I was like, what am I looking at? But, uh... Yeah, people were really excited to see this one. Oh, like, that's so good, dude. That is so... This one says, my professor who has been in a coma for six years and presumed dead, text me this. I lived, bitch, and it's it's a it's a drawing of Professor Layton laying in a hospital bed. But I think... I don't know if Professor Layton was ever dead. I don't know because the stories were actually kind of dark, dude. Like, people died, the, the whole bars, um, new characters. Like, you know, they weren't scared to kind of like you know, get away from it and stuff like that. And as a matter of fact, I don't know if Professor Layton, something had even happened to him in the games, but, you know, the fact that he's back, I guess he's still alive, man. But the games do hold up. I know they do hold up, especially there in the early on. So if you ever, it'd be nice to have a kind of a collection and kind of see where the story goes. You know, maybe I will, because the one I have is this one, Unwound Lost Future, which I guess is part three. Um, but yeah, man, they look interesting. They look like a lot of fun. So Maybe it's time I give it something new a try. Get on that Professor Layton bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, people were super excited. Uh, this is Professor Layton and the new world of Steam. Yeah. So uh, we are at 38, 36, and I'm hitting play now. Interesting. 
I'm glad I'm glad you knew about this because uh I was like, dang, what's what's the deal with this one? Because people were going crazy. I was I was like, dude, like I like I said, like oh Professor Layton, like I've never played a game, but I knew who that was. I I'm pumped for those guys who are big fans, man, for sure. And then we have Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, a new booster course pack, booster course pack coming in. I know a while was a year ago or so that they said, oh, over 50 new courses and stuff. And they're just, they're going to keep churning out characters and keep churning out, keep training out. So it's still getting massive support. A new character that just got added was Birdo. I know Birdo was highly requested and man, I don't, I actually don't understand why it took him so long. Uh, last game Birdo was in was Double Dash. So it's been years, but we are getting way four of the course pass what tonight today i think so oh spring 2023 oh well, you're right yeah yeah so we're still we're still on mario kart 8 deluxe and stuff like that the cool thing was when it comes to these uh, the expansion passes if you pay for the expansion pack membership you get these um free well not free right but you get these expansion passes without having to buy them yeah and they they were going to be featuring yoshi's island course and birdo the character yeah. Uh, here we jumped into a little like, uh, oh, what would you call it? Yeah, montage where they feature some of these games, uh, different little things. Minecraft Legends, Blanc. They're gonna show up here. Uh, Mega Man is up next. Have a nice death. Uh, a certain baseball game that I heard is only a dollar. Uh, yeah, baseball game is real popular in Japan. Super popular. Crazy. Okay. Like I had no idea, but they do like Yu-Gi-Oh um, promos and stuff like that. So crazy but have a nice death mega man those games are coming soon march and in may um they those games look like a lot of fun man and, and yeah again picking them up for sure which which one was after the baseball game this is it uh, uh, e-baseball power pros power the pros, disney disney dreamlight update is up next and then the what was the last one i don't remember but there's one more it's a remaster <laughs> It's some kind of remaster. Yeah, the Disney. Rolls of... Oh, yeah, Tales of Symphonia. Tales That's of right. Symphonia. I do have that on pre-ordered. And again, Tales of Symphonia is actually regarded as one of the other... the One of the best Tales games in general. So um, if you have never tried a Tales game, that would be one to try. And then we have the last announcement i love when they say oh the last announcement but i like it when they did it old school style like oh we have one more left and then they show off something but we knew this was coming which is why he did it now i'm gonna play extra no attention snap. here no snap disappointing right off the bat i said zelda zelda a super i was already super excited super pumped i want to see what we got um unfortunately it was only like a little less than a two minute trailer and to me I was kind of like, they didn't really give me much, but it's because I want more. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought there was a lot of mixed feelings about this one. Just because, like you say, they didn't show anything too, too crazy. Yeah, they didn't really show much. But we did get a voice actor who appears in this trailer presumably Ganon. that's what everybody that's what everybody's saying that's what everybody's talking about but, it's, but i just want to make a note that it's not confirmed that the person under the castle is ganon or ganondorf in any in any form yet but that's what everybody's theorizing based based off the way he looks and different theories and stuff like that but they do show off a couple of things gameplay not go a little bit of, not gameplay gameplay but a little bit of the of the snippets and stuff like that 
And mostly movement. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, yeah, mostly movement. movement. And stuff like that. Uh, also, it does seem like uh, we are going to be having a lot of the same enemies and environments from Breath of the Wild. And the enemies seem to be empowered in a way, if that makes sense somehow. Yeah, yeah we have our gimmick with the hand. We have new weapons, new items. Um, voice, act, voice actor for uh, Zelda as well. She was in the last Actress. one. She was in the last one? Yeah, okay. I, I, I didn't remember that. Yeah, Gadendorf was the new one here. And people are actually going crazy for that one. Okay. And then this part is a trip me out. Because that, that weird metallic sound thing, voice, can... And immediately I thought of two things. I either thought of Twilight Princess of the Twilight Room or I thought of Fi. So either or. And when she said this, dude, I was just like, who the hell is she talking to? Yeah. And I thought Fi was going to like pop out of nowhere or Minna was going to pop out of nowhere. I didn't know if somebody was going to pop out of nowhere because of that damn music. And when it stopped, I said, are you kidding me? Like, who is going to lend him his power? So I, I did also have mixed feelings about that particular trailer, but I'll get, to, I'll get more, into trailer, uh, more into the trailer in a bit. Uh, they did announce the collector's edition, which I knew they were going to do. I was dying for. They're they're also going to have a uh, a link amiibo um, available on the same day. So there's no release date yet for when you can pre-order that collector's edition. But be on the lookout because those are going to go fast, and I mean fast. So make sure you nab your copy, you know, or nab your pre-order before you get a chance. But yeah, going back to that trailer. I was actually one of the one of those who did kind of have some mixed feelings about that because I didn't know. I wanted more. Clearly, I wanted to see at least a little bit of, a little bit more gameplay. I wanted some confirmations, and we got a lot of snippets of, of of a lot of things that we kind of already knew, and we got very new, very little new things such as the weapons, the voice actor, um, and the enemies. But even then, you know, nothing too crazy there. But they left us with another teaser. We're not there at the end. And it's just, oh, lend him your power. Or who's lending him power? Now, that can be attributed to a number of things. And they haven't mentioned it yet. And I don't know if there's a theory about that yet. But this Zelda in the timeline is supposed to merge all three, right? That's supp it's supposed to bring everything together, all of them together for some, you know, there's a lot of different bits and pieces of Breath of the Wild that you can actually track down through each of the three timelines. The child timeline, the adult timeline, and the and the hero defeated adult timeline. So I don't know if this means like, hey, we're, we might get a file over here. We might get a min over here. Hey, so we might get, you know, well, I, I don't think it'll get Wind Waker, right? But we might get something from some, some of these timelines that kind of, you know, bring us in these directions. So a lot of cool things, man. It, or actually, if you played, if you played the not Hyrule Warriors, but um, uh, was it Hyrule Warriors, the definitive edition for the Wii U? Um, there was a mission in that game where you're actually being able to go through all three, so they know who the big hitters are, um, are in that game. But yeah, we did get that voice actor also. Again, no confirmation, but people do think it's Gandorf, and again, you do have more teases of Gandorf and he coming up and as crazy and awesome as it looks. It looks dark and that's right up my alley. So I am super, super excited about this game. Can't wait. I just, I want to know more and I, I just want to see what the hell's going on. Like, you know, I have to. <laughs> what do you think? I think that that's actually a very interesting idea that you mentioned about. I, I also, when she dropped that line, um, please lend him your power. I actually thought that was probably the most interesting part of the entire 
uh, announcement or trailer Likewise. there because they can go so many different ways with that. I don't know as much of, obviously, I don't know as much about uh, the Zelda franchise as you, but I thought, wow, this can be any, any number of people, maybe even multiple different people. And you mm-hmm. do, much like in Breath of the Wild, where you have like this area with this, like, uh, what were they called? Like the four like sections that you have to complete? Oh, the guardian. Uh, the guardians, the, yeah, the guardians. I think is what they're what, what the, they are. The, the divine beasts. I'm sorry. The divine beasts. Yeah. The so, like, what, what if, what if in one section you borrow power from this character, in this other section you borrow power from this character? Like, kind of how you mentioned, there's different characters that it could be, and what if you merge somehow with all three and are infused with some of their abilities or things that they can do? I think that would be pretty cool because in terms of the trailer. Um, what the the other stuff that we saw seems a lot more, and this is only because they showed us so little. I think, uh, and I I think that's for a reason because what we saw in the trailer is a lot more like Breath of the Wild, one point five than it is like a complete yeah different game. And, and and like I so, said, like yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, so it, to me, it just lent. It just seemed like uh, like. Not enough, but I feel like that's probably for a reason. They're not, they teased that little thing there, but I don't, I feel like they're not showing it because they haven't showed it yet because they want to like shock people. That's what it's going to be. And that's why, and, and his arm's going to be the gimmick, but I guess that the, the major plot line, like we really haven't gotten that aside from Ganon, you know, his voice, but we don't know what the hell's going on now. In this case, like I said, whether they bring people from old games back, which I don't think, but it'd be fun if they did it. Fi would probably be the only, because Fi was teased, even in Breath of the Wild, um, she was teased a couple of times briefly, and then to me, that's probably one of the biggest ones. But they haven't made any any no, uh, mention of the champions. Um, Midna, uh, what's his name, Daruk, Ravi, uh, Ravali, they haven't, they haven't mentioned any, any of them, so... I don't know if they'd come back because they did, their souls did fly up into the air in Breath of the Wild. But again, it is Zelda, right? Time, the time mechanic is a huge thing. So they can go into different times, I guess, different timelines or different periods of time to kind of bring back whomever. You know, they did do it in Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity. So I don't know, man. I'm, I'm excited. That last line just leaves so much open. And I don't, I don't know if people are, don't realize that one line and the impact it's going to have on the entire game because it's either going to give you a massive plot line, a massive gameplay mechanic, or just, you know, it's going to be the, the, the backbone of what this, this series is going to be or this game's going to be. So huge, huge there at the end. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so just to kind of wrap <laughs> up, what uh, what do you think were the things you were most excited about i feel like i know one yes. for sure but uh, what were the things you were most excited about for this uh particular direct i was gonna, I was gonna say yes that's i like that <laughs> i liked everything like, <laughs> no like there was there was a lot and there was a lot of stuff that i said i'm gonna get this i'm gonna try this i want this but to be frank just right you know obviously zelda metroid the game boy advance stuff was you know amazing at advanced wars i'll be picking up advanced wars um what else what else octopath bayonetta 
biting uh, biting Kaidos. You know, as far as the big big ones, those. But then there were some ones, man. You know, I honestly really want to try out. And by the way, Master Detective uh, Brain Code. There are some that I really want to try out because again, like Professor Layton. I swear, dude. Like I I do want to at least try one game in the DS series. But Professor Layton, Etrian Odyssey again, um, Octopath Traveler. Like, there was a lot. I thought it was a great. I thought it was an, a great direct, you know, so I was very happy with a lot of the things. Yeah, I, I was actually I was actually very pleasantly surprised as well. And I thought I mean, there was some stuff that we knew. We knew Breath of the Wild for sure was what's happening. Probably Pikmin also. Um, but as I was watching it, I was like, dude, I couldn't stop thinking like I bet Marcus is loving this. Marcus has to be so excited. Marcus has to be so happy. And we haven't even gotten Breath of the Wild yet. Um, but as for me. I'm more of a, a Pokemon-centric guy when it comes to, like, my Nintendo consoles. So any and all extra that I get from out of my console or things that I try out or whatever is always a plus for me. And uh, for me in particular, my favorite announcements were probably the expansion to the Nintendo Switch Online, number one. Uh, I'm very, very interested in the Harmony, Fall of the Reverie was probably my second thing that I liked. And then uh, Dead Cells, Return of Castlevania. What was that other was one? Also, uh, was also the other one that I... Uh, Deca Police. I missed Deca Police. Can I forget about that one? That one looked real cool, too. Yeah, so those were my top three. The Nintendo Switch, Harmony, and Dead Cells. Uh, I also thought, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you know, uh, which Marcus actually mentioned yesterday, Nintendo's very predictable. I thought it was very, uh, very, very uh, crazy. And out there, they decided to only have five snaps. Typically, we get more. I think. So, I've never, I've never counted, I've never counted snaps, and not, the fact that you did, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start keeping track, man. That, that was a great, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if it's something you saw online or something you just decided to do, man. But that, that was good. Like, hey, how many times are I gonna snap? That was, that was good. I'm, I'm glad you did that because I, I've always just done that. I don't know why. Since the very first time I started watching Nintendo Directs with the, with the Switch. Uh, I always just boom like I was like oh look he, he did it again and I'm like oh that's two that's three and I've never like mentioned it out loud but I've always mentally done that and I always in some of the ones where it's like uh, where they go to the host often like you notice okay boom again boom again and it was actually interesting at the very end right before the uh, Tears of the Kingdom was the only time that they went back to the host and he didn't snap into another um announcement instead he just put his hand forward and like here you go this is the one you're waiting for yeah and he and he and i think that's why he knew because usually when they do the snap and the thank you or whatever it's usually like a, a new reveal in that case we didn't get that we knew zelda was coming um i do think there will be a, a zelda direct maybe more to, as we get closer probably a month before we get closer i believe rico we do have maybe a pokemon announcement which is why we didn't get any pokemon at the end of february for pokemon day so obviously there's still plenty coming now as far as the switch as a whole keep in mind tears of the kingdom is being touted as the last big game for the switch i do personally believe that this is the last year for the switch well rico asked me yesterday what do you think what do you think we're gonna get a switch this year holiday and i said if they're gonna announce a switch it's going to be probably september and at least a little hint or a tidbit we're gonna get something for it but we will not see it until probably you know spring you know i would be really mind blown if we got a switch a, a new console in december for the holiday season uh, i i i think it's going to be 2024 
Um, but I think we're on the Switch's last legs already coming up here for this Direct. I figure that too. Uh, the, only, the thing that I'm more uh, anticipating, you know, when we're going to get something would be like a teaser. Just, yeah. just to acknowledge, like, you got, you know what, guys? Like It exists. It, it, it's coming. We're working on it. This is happening. Just so people can know. Um, because there has been rumors and we've been talking about it like for the last, the Switch has been out how long? Um, it says 2016. 2016. So we've been talking about it at least like the last four years, like the new Switch, the new Switch. Yeah. And uh, we did get like the V2 and then we got the OLED. Uh, we did get the light, the light as well. So, you know, we've had different iterations, but never like a hard upgrade. Um, except for, you know, the OLED uh, display. But yeah, I think maybe maybe in the summer or maybe in September, like you say, they'll they'll acknowledge that it's it's happening. Yeah, and give themselves probably like you say a year. Uh, I would imagine more. They would want it out uh, and about for next holiday season because this yeah. this one seems too soon. I agree. All through and through. All right. Any other thoughts? Uh, would you give this? Uh, well, what grade would you give this? Uh, this one Correct. I would give I would give I would give a solid grade maybe not solid maybe it's like a loose a loose eight more like a seven point five probably a seven point five if I if I can give a point five scores just because to me again the the Zelda trailer uh, I'm a big fan just I would like a, I would like it a little bit more um, me personally I didn't really get anything aside from Zelda anything major off my and I do have a wish list and I, I even told Rico yesterday I have a wish list if I get even one game I will yeah you know and you know I but I did get Fire Emblem Xenoblade was there Zelda you saw um, Golden Sun the the Game Boy Advance the Game Boy Color that stuff was amazing I know Splatoon and Pikmin were there too and I'm super happy for their fans I just don't play them personally so I couldn't really you know give a Put those as a plus for me but splatoon 3 that i'm telling you that that dlc looked the side order looked real good but yeah and uh, we had deca police we had a lot of a lot of games i hadn't seen that look awesome games that i know are coming i guess i saw it solid 7.5 had that trailer been amazing it would have easily been an 8 maybe 8.5 had that last trailer been you know something that was just blown blown had to blow me away yeah i could also uh you know, in, in typical Rico fashion, I'm going to be just a little bit higher than Marcus. I also am going to give it an A. But I would say to me it was an 8.5 because I feel like they, an 85 out of 100, 8.5, whatever, however you want to see the system. Because I feel like they hit on a lot of big things. NSO, a really nice expansion. Uh, they touched on Xenoblade. They touched on uh, Splatoon. They touched on Fire Emblem. Games that are still going very strong, and they're just going to continue to show their support. Um, they showed Pikmin. They showed uh, Tears of the Kingdom, another big one. They had uh, some good remasters with uh, Metroid Prime, the Etrian Collection. What was the other big remaster that they had? They showed another remaster that I was like, oh, people are going to be excited for this. Uh, uh, let's see. I do, have, I, I do have a kind of a list here. There's Bat and Kaidos. Bat and Kaidos, the remaster that, also. That one. That's, that one. The, that's the other one that I thought, oh, people are going to be excited for this. Then they had some interesting things. They had that uh, Steam, New World of Steam game. They had the uh, Master Detective game. They had the, what was the one that I thought was uh, had a lot of potential? Sea of Stars. Looked interesting. Octopath Traveler coming. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I thought they, they kind of hit everywhere. Even the fashion game. I feel like people are going to go crazy for that one. Uh, Dead Cells, Tron. I, I really feel like they kind of hit every little fan base. Not every fan base, obviously, but every uh, archetype. Game archetype, like if, uh, I, if I was to say it. genre, there we go. I, it wouldn't come to me. You're right. It's, it's the two K, the two K in me. <laughs> I went with archetype, but yeah, they hit every every little genre there. I thought so. I, I thought it was it was pretty good. It wasn't perfect because uh, it wasn't a Pokemon direct, but I mean, it, it was it was solid. It was very. It very was solid. solid. No, it was solid. It was solid. I I, I said I said. A loose eight, seven point five, and get point five. So I did say loose eight there, and again for the same reasons because because there were a lot of games, remasters, new games, old games, like just stuff a little bit for everybody. And I think it's gonna be great to kind of going back and playing these again, or playing a game you you've missed, or looking forward to these new games, or looking for the DLC for games that are already out. You know what I mean? Like there was a lot, you know. So. I agree. I do. But it's a loose 8, 7.5 for me. All right. So uh, we'll probably be doing this, uh, another one of these at the end of the month on the 27th because that'll be Pokemon Day. Oh, we uh, are. Let, oh. Let, let's see what we get there. I mean, even if Marcus doesn't want to do it, I'll do it <laughs> Oh, no. We're, we're going to do it out of mind. I'll do it by myself. And, <laughs> you know, without Marcus there to stop me, I, I might go for five hours. Or so so uh, anything else you want to throw in there, Marcus, before we sign out? No, nah, the meta era nerd, you can do it when you do it by yourself. That's <laughs> just one. But no, um, that's it. Thank you for joining us. And I know I'm, I'm always excited for a new tune direct. I'm, I geek out over these things. Like, I just, I, you know, I, I will legit just call it and be ready for this and just, you know, devour everything that they have to say. So uh, I don't blame Rico. But yeah, other than that, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for watching with us. Um, I hope you're excited, you know, as me or as Rico is for some of these games. And I know Rico has, again, Pokemon, the rumored Pokemon stuff coming out at the end of the month. So we will be taking care of that. I'm looking forward to the next Eternal Direct, which will probably, unfortunately, be in September. Um, well, maybe they'll put one on in June by themselves. We don't know, but we'll see. Uh, but other than that, that is it for me. Rico, you want to sign us off here this time? Um, I mean, the only last thing I want to throw in there is uh, two more snaps and it would have been S tier. <laughs> Back to Hogwarts. Later, everybody. Have a good one.